Welcome to the Better Being Me podcast. I am Joanne Hatchard, your host. This podcast is about how I use my neurodiversity to navigate the complexities and confronting aspects of parenting. We can explore the different supports and methods I use to sort out my shit to be a better parent. Together, we can discover what is going to work best for you to be calm, be connected and be you. Welcome. Thank you very much for Yvette coming today. From Yvette from Yvette Victoria Beauty Studios. This wonderful businesswoman who owns her own salon and is also working part-time and is also a mother of two beautiful girls. She is a beautiful person inside and out. I have had the pleasure of meeting her through um, our Project Work Life Business Group just an inspiration to explore and expand into the unknown for Yvette. She's taken the information that she does know and is now sprouting it through the world. I don't know if sprouting is the right term when we come to a beauty studio, but nonetheless. I love it. <laughs> um, so hello, Yvette. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, so if we were just to tap into the background of Yvette, how long have you been in the beauty and makeup industry? So, um, I've been in the industry for 12 years. Um, I completed my diploma in beauty therapy in 2008, um, at Heather Langton Beauty Academy. It's still around. It's been, um, a well-known beauty academy that's in the city. At my city that's been around for, I think it's almost 30 years now. It might be 30 years. So, oh, so yeah. you're almost a veteran in the industry these days. <laughs> well, if you like to put it like that, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've seen a lot. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot over those 12 years. Yeah, you uh, missed out on the sky blue eyeshadow, unfortunately, but yeah. it could be it coming back coming in fashion. Back. Oh, no. <laughs> coming back at the moment, it's a bit more um, of an electric blue now, but the blue mascara's just come back too. Oh, my goodness me. Yeah. That was my dream in the 80s was to own every colour mascara that was known to man. Was it? And did yeah, you got, reach that goal? I got... Um, purple and I got aqua and yeah it uh, didn't really do much for me I have to say (laughs) I've uh, stuck to the traditional black since then yeah it's hard to get used to I've personally just bought myself an emerald green and a blue to experiment with but I still struggle to get used to the idea that I have these coloured lashes yeah really unnatural for me keeping up with the joneses it's just an almost impossible dream isn't it it is is. so tell me how did you get from 12 years ago to oh that was my pen dropping (laughs) nothing exciting um (laughs) what was your journey from then till now Oh, well, um, well, I got, do you want to know the reason I got into it? Yeah. I'll just give you that first because um, I just had a real passion for wanting to 
um, make people feel good about themselves. Um, I, I started off in the fashion design industry. I finished my diploma in fashion design and I finished high school um, and with the hopes and dreams of becoming a wedding dress designer. Mm-hmm. Some work experience in that industry and the bride dealers mm-hmm. uh, soon shot that dream down for me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I just worked in retail for a bit and then I had, um, a friend that I worked with in retail. Um, I worked at Spotlight and dressmaking for a while and I had a friend that was diagnosed with cancer and she, she was such a close friend and I remember her coming to me saying that, like while she was going through chemo, saying that. I feel so unattractive. Um, my husband's like, you know, lost interest in the way I look now. I've lost my hair, I've lost my brows. I just look disgusting. And then she told me about this little group that she'd joined that they teach women um, part of the hospital group, I think, of a little workshop where they learn how to draw eyebrows back on, put wigs on. And she did that course and it was um, like I just saw her just turn around and she felt amazingly beautiful again and her confidence just shot up and, yeah, I just saw what that did for her and I always wanted to be a part of that for people. And that's really what made me, you know, I've always had a passion for the beauty industry but I think having that in the back of my mind and just making, purely making people feel good, walk away mm-hmm. feeling their best is my passion so yeah that's what I try to do every day each client just make them feel special and cared for and nurtured and yeah just feel really good about themselves when they leave yeah that's beautiful it's amazing how something that can be seen as superficial actually has a an opportunity to make someone's life completely different, isn't it? Like you see yeah, the definitely. celebrities and the filters and stuff where they almost augment their reality as to what they really look like. But when, you know, with your story, yeah. with your friend, the reality was she wasn't feeling like herself anymore because of the loss of beauty. And this is yeah. just another way of reminding them that they are beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it's, it's been a special journey, but um, yeah, I've loved every minute and learned along the way. And yeah, I think I do see a lot of the superficial side of things too. And that's hard to sort of, um, you know, and teaching and teaching women about beauty as well um I like to educate when they are here as well and in my studio and just kind of pushing past that that social media hype and all the trends and things that are out there it can be really intimidating for some people Mm. and creates a different view of beauty so I try and bring it back to basic beauty yeah and would that be you know uh, instrumental in how you view makeup and how you view a beauty routine as well it's not just that superficial it is essentially 
creating a little bit of self-care for you every day. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think it's a really important and essential part of a daily daily life really in just um, just giving yourself that time just to focus on you and making yourself feel good. I think it's really important, like just starting your day with something really easy, um, something that you enjoy doing, not making it too overwhelming and even just really natural if that's what you like. It just makes a huge difference to your self-esteem, to your confidence and giving you that space where you can just focus on you for a little bit. Yeah, 100%. I see makeup as some an extension of how I'm feeling that day. So I don't wear a lot of makeup. Um, and, and when I do, it's because I'm feeling shiny. But when I don't, it's not because I'm not feeling shiny. Like it's not the the opposite of what I'm feeling is just an extension of what I'm feeling so I like the red lippy or something every now and then but yeah it's just just a little bit of an outward shining of how I'm feeling inside more than anything yeah definitely I love that and I think um a lot of people would see it that way and be that way it's imagine what um it's amazing what a red lipstick can do when you're feeling Sometimes I like to put makeup on when I'm feeling, you know, not so glamorous. I've been with the kids all week. I haven't been out of the house. And sometimes I'll just quickly go and put a bright lipstick on and it's amazing the difference that it <laughs> uplifts me somehow. Yeah. I guess it's, it's kind of like colour color therapy, isn't it? Like, Yeah. Rather than, um, yeah, I'm really, because I guess I've been stuck in the mindset that makeup is a superficial superfluous uh, extravagance that you know is something that you're hiding your true self from but that's not really what it is it's like color therapy it's bringing a little bit of sparkle to your life it's you know it's a further step that you can express different dichotomies of your own self right yeah exactly and I think that um you know, it also, what's just come to mind just now is, mm-hmm. you know, where there was um, that gothic makeup phase where I think, you know, I used to have a friend who was so, so shy, but that was, you know, she she did have this vibrant side. She did have this side of her that she really wanted to make known and she did that through her makeup. So she would do, you know, the pale face and really dark, dark eyes and dark shadow, but that made her feel good and made people notice her and, you know, made her feel that she was a part of something. So, yeah, I think everyone expresses it in their own way. And I think um, a lot of people do can see it, um, you know, they do question me, am I vain for wanting to put makeup on? Am I vain for, you know, wanting to get my eyebrows waxed? And I don't see it that way. I just think if it makes you feel beautiful, gives you the time and space that you need to make you feel that way, mm-hmm. you can do whatever you like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> In the world, yeah. <laughs> I, I admit I did try the um, the contouring phase. Yes. The first how time, did you go? Oh, the first time I did it, I looked like I had a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> 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 
was yeah. not the most but, successful, but I guess it's, you know, where skill comes in that I do not have. That yeah. <laughs> sure. is definitely a te- technique to be practised. And I think also seeing the likes of celebrities who use it quite a lot, like Kim mm. Kardashian, mm. Jennifer Lopez. We do have to remember that these celebrities have had their own makeup artists that have taught them um, these skills as well and they, you know, do it every day. So, you know, and it is a lot of practice. It, it, like any makeup, a lot of people ask me how to do like a winged eyeliner. You know, I have days where I struggle to do my own winged eyeliner but then you'll have a really good day and, you know, it just it doesn't take much effort at all but I, practice makes perfect is what I say. <laughs> So I should have allowed more than 15 minutes to slap it on my face. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also different ways of contouring too. You know, contouring's been around for quite a long time. It's just been intensified by um, all the makeup looks that are going around at the moment. Um, It started off being used in stage and theatre makeup to provide definition and exaggeration of facial features. And now I think, there is really natural ways of doing it. You don't have to use, you know, the big, dark, creamy sticks. You can use um, like a bronzing powder to give a more natural look or, um, yeah, just highlight your own natural features without being too intense, unless you like it that, like that. Um, yeah, unless you like the five o'clock shadow look. You can <laughs> I don't really need help with any of my wigs. <laughs> Quite a lot of time getting rid of them, so adding so to them. You don't was, want to really add more? No, not really. <laughs> wasn't my uh, wasn't my intention at all. Definitely look. Might a need lot to add like some highlights down there once you squeezed all the hairs out, just to show everyone that you accentuated that lovely chin area. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I think. Um, what has tended to happen and I know that like you were saying contouring's been around for a long time and I've got some ballet books from my mum you know from the 1950s and they've got these beautiful faces of makeup and as you were saying they're highlighting the different characters of of makeup and now it's kind of well you could say that the faces that they're using the contouring like the layers of layers of layers on now is kind of a Mm. character of a face <laughs> but yeah. um almost creating a new face yeah really, it's think. almost it's, it's, it's it, I think it's tending to create um an unrealistic or unattainable level of beauty like I don't have well I don't have the desire to start with <laughs> but <laughs> I don't yeah. have the time nor the resources nor the money to create that poreless finish on my face <laughs> yeah. And not a lot of people do have that. Um, I think I think it can be attainable if you want to achieve that certain look. Mm. Um, then again, you still need to have that time. It does take quite a lot of time, as you may have noticed. Um, contouring it does, and and I don't know if you've heard the term baking. That's a type of contouring where people are smothering themselves with a bright concealer and leaving it on for 30 to 60 minutes so it bakes into the skin so it just 
fits in, creates a huge highlight. Um, And it's just, I don't have that kind of time. (laughs) If you do, that's great. And if you want that, that's great. Um, But I think you do need to have a routine that allows that time and money and the products for it. Mm. But um, it's also important to be mindful of the pressures that it puts on impressionable women through social media, the magazines and TV. Um, I think it can create a really low self, self-esteem self for some women, um, which isn't great. But this is where finding the right beauty routine and figuring out what beauty is to you and ultimately creating a look that makes you feel really good about yourself and gives you confidence and makes you feel beautiful is an important thing. Yeah. Um, and interestingly, I had an eye appointment this week and my stigmatism has increased in an eye that didn't have stigmatism. But what the optometrist was saying is that he's finding a lot of younger females coming in with an early generated stigmatism because they're putting on this makeup and what can create a stigmatism is the rubbing of an eye. So when they're removing their makeup and that's part of their beauty routine, they're like doing extra, extra rubbing yeah, and creating stigmatism in their eyes, so they're going to have to have glasses on top of, or you know, they're going to have to deal with the stigmatism. But yeah, it's yeah. definitely. I think you've hit the nail on the head when you say you need to find out what feels beautiful, beautiful for you, and then yeah. find the routine that fits that idea of beauty. Yes, yes, exactly. And I think um, you know it can be different types of things for different people. It not it might not necessarily be a face full of makeup. It might just be, like for me, for instance, it's I love like a glowy skin, a glowy clear skin. So I just keep my uh, face oil um, in my bathroom. So when I get out of the shower, I apply that and I instantly have glowy skin or for days that I feel really tired and lethargic and I feel like I just don't feel, I want, I don't feel bright I guess I feel mm. a bit grey so I just <laughs> sometimes will put on an illuminating primer or moisturizer and it will just give my skin that bit of glow and that makes me feel really good so it mm. can be something as simple um, as that or maybe just putting on a bright lipstick or a, a bit of mascara before you leave the house it can be something so small yeah yeah and that's just a little bit extra for your day isn't it yeah so how do we find our beauty routine? And can it be done in the shower? Because that's generally where I wash my face. Yes, I love the shower routine. That's one of my favourite, <laughs> favourite routines. Quick and easy and done. And efficient because um, I'm already like, brushing my teeth in there, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you can't necessarily put your makeup on there. No. Even if it is um you won't want it but you can I think finding something uh that's easy and clear for you to use um so that you're confident in using your products to start with because sometimes you can get overwhelmed with having too many things Mm. so finding a couple things especially like a really good cleanser even exfoliant um, or moisturizer my top three, um, a good cleanser, a good moisturiser and um, an exfoliant as well. 
I just think you can you can use your exfoliant in the shower and your cleanser in the shower. Um, so then as soon as you get out, you can pop a little bit of moisturiser on. Um, you might like a tinted moisturiser, which gives you a little bit of coverage, um, more even skin tone, um, which I love using. That definitely makes a cool drop off if I'm doing some errands. Mm. Um, or just a plain moisturiser if you don't like wearing makeup. Um, and SPF. SPF is really important, um, especially for, I think there's a lot of people that say, oh, ageing doesn't concern me, but I think deep down some people do see, you know, lines in their they start getting, um, you know, a bit worried about it. But I think a really good SPF helps prevent um, these things and future damage. So it's yeah. really important to find a good SPF. I think even and asking for help as well so that you're confident in using your product. Mm. So um, it can be overwhelming. There's so much out there. Um, and just have a clear goal in mind. What makes you feel good? Is it clear skin? Do you want to focus on, um, you know, products that keep your skin clear? Do you want to focus on uh, products that keep your skin hydrated? What is it for you that makes you, that will make you feel good? Yeah. And I think if it's something that you enjoy and can use easily and confidently, um, it just adds to that self-care and makes yeah. you feel good about yourself. So I agree with you 100%. Um, for my 40th, is, instead of going to uh, a beauty salon and having it facial and having somebody else do it, I decided to up the ante on my face care and spent $200 on skincare for me that I could use every day and that was great I think I got a little bit overwhelmed with how many things they sent me but <laughs> oh did you figure it out eventually I did I'm not entirely sure if you meant to blend two of the things together and then whack them on your face but that's what I did oh I think it it would still work yeah that's it what I decided <laughs> um and are you enjoying that is it making you feel good Yes, I've run out, so I do need to reorder. <laughs> but okay. it was nice to have such quality. I think it was the difference in the quality of products that I wasn't getting previously as well. So that nice yeah. quality yeah. of products. And I think in this is one instance where um, high price does equal quality. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not so much in some other areas, but definitely for cosmetics and makeup, the, the higher the price, I think the increase of quality as well. Yes, definitely. And I think um, the, I, I feel like the pricier sometimes a skincare product or makeup product is the more research and development has gone into that product mm. um, well, which is important because they really understand how the skin works and um, what needs to go into products to, you know, um, keep the skin looking good and feeling good mm. and also making the products feel luxurious. Um, and achieving something without just having lots of fillers and yeah. things, which a lot of beauty products tend to have these days. Yeah. And I know one of your goals is to actually create your own makeup line eventually or skincare line. <gasps> yes, yes, that is um, definitely a goal of mine. Um, I was thinking that they bring me that today, actually. Mm. Um, I would love to just make ranges that are really, I'm all about quick and easy. Um, and getting results in that way. So I think um, I'd love to develop, you know, like little kits for 
um, women on the go that you know you only want two or three products that can make you look and feel good um, you can quickly put them on and run out the door mm. and without sitting and thinking oh gosh and you know an item that you can use for multi-purpose you know like a, a cream brush that you can use on your lips or as well so you don't have to have too many things oh yeah um, that sounds good to me home or in the makeup bag yeah mm. so that is my goal so Stay tuned. I don't know how far off that will be yet, but <laughs> it's definitely, definitely a goal of mine. Yeah, but I think it's a highlight to show that you are focused on the everyday mom. Like this is something that is attainable to everybody if that's what makes them feel good. Like you, yeah. it's in reach. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be expansive. It just has to make you feel good and make you feel loved and give yourself a little bit of time and a little bit of pampering yeah exactly and I think you know everyone likes different things even there's some women that just love having baths and I just think oh how you know I wish I could have baths more because I would just I can have baths more I just probably (laughs) choose not to (laughs) but um because my kids will just want to jump in with me so I have to choose my time carefully (laughs) but I would just love to sit back in a bath and just put a really nice hydrating mask on and sit there for 15 minutes and chill out it, it can be something like that that you like to read whatever whatever makes you feel beautiful some people love having um you know 10 steps in their skincare routine they just love all the things mm. so you know each to their own and i think um and i i think that's something that i really support women with um when they come and see me figuring out um with them what their routine will look like and what it can consist of whether they need to add more things to it or whether they want to or whether they want to decrease things um that's yeah something that I love helping women with Mm. well finding their own self-care routine or whether it's coming in and making that time to have a facial or a massage or an eyebrow wax or a chin wax (laughs) yeah or a chin wax and I guess that's something that you see firsthand, isn't it? Like you see the difference between the person walking through the door and the person walking out the door. You can tell how much that time has meant to them. Oh, definitely. There's, there's a huge difference, a huge difference. Um, the other week I had a mum of two little kids and children. I had a mum of two little children and she... Oh, it, I, it meant so much to me. She just said to me, oh, would you like me to bring you? She's like, I've only got one hour spare. Um, I don't normally do this for myself, but someone has offered to babysit my children, which I don't normally have that opportunity. And I took them up on it. So I've got one hour. What can you do? I had shuffled some of, I, I know how important that time is to a mum. Um, so I shuffled some appointments around and fitted her in, um, she was so lovely. She bought me a coffee, which made my day. Like it's just a hot coffee. It doesn't amazing thing for me. <laughs> and then um, she, yeah, she came in and she looked a bit overwhelmed and stressed and she just took a deep breath and we started her treatment. Um, and just having that one hour, that one hour out for herself, she just left and she just, you know, felt like she could conquer the world again and mm. felt really good about herself. And um, now I think she's realised how important that is for her own self-care, that she's um, trying to create more of that time for herself, which I think is really, really good and amazing. 
yeah um, for her so yeah, yeah. I would encourage everyone I would encourage every mother to find at least one hour, one time, like within the month to do the nothing and let somebody else do the something, you know? Yes, exactly. And I'm all for that. I love that. I just, even for myself, I would rather someone else do my waxing, my nails, my massage. I obviously can't massage myself, but, um, (laughs) you know, I just, I love, it's one of my favourite things to do when I find time for myself is just let someone else do it for me. Mm. And, yeah, it's just if I, do, I, I can do my nails myself, but then I just I don't even enjoy it as much as when I get someone else to do it for me because I can switch off. Mm. Yeah. And that's the important part is being able to switch off and not yeah. being overwhelmed and stressed about it. Yeah. I tend to do things myself, (laughs) but I have expanded what I'm looking for now. So I do wax my own chin because it's so hairy that I have to do it more often than I want to go out and see people. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I understand that. (laughs) It's just not practical. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I became very proficient in doing my own nails with the shellac. But yeah. I have ventured past that and I've got somebody else to do my um, yeah. nails this time. I've got the SNL or SNN, oh, whatever SNS. it is. The, yeah, the SNS, dipping. Yeah. Yeah. And I was did you sitting love it? There. I did. I just sitting there like a grinning idiot going, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what happens now? <laughs> and normally I would think, oh, I could do this myself and then venture on my merry way. But it was such a relief or release, I should say, to think I don't have to do this myself. This is something I can let somebody else do for me. Um, And that just creates a huge opportunity. Definitely. And I think a lot of women are really self-conscious and they um, feel guilt. They feel guilt for, you know, spending the time and the money on themselves or getting someone else to do it for them. when they really don't have to. I have so many self-conscious women here saying, oh, you know, um, even for a spray tan or a wax. And I said, oh, you know, I, I feel really bad that you're doing this for me. But I don't. I just, you know, these people are trained in this profession. They see it every day. Mm. It's just, you know, um, you know, for me, even waxing, like, is another. People <laughs> look really, you know, if you want to spike up your yeah, love life or what have you. Um you know, people come in and they are really self-conscious about getting that done. But to be, for me, I have done this for so long that it's just even another body part to me. It's nothing out of the ordinary. It's nothing that, you know, I stare at and think things of. But, it's, <laughs> it's just, you know, I know people sit there and go, oh, she's judging me on this body part. No, I'm not. I'm just merely getting rid of the hair. Getting the hair. <laughs> yeah. I just see it as you know, and um, I just see it as another body part that I can remove hair, which is fun for me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I was the last time, so just before Gilbert was born, which is six years ago now, that was the last time I had my bikini wax or whatever. Um, oh, yes, yes. And then I remember the wax going. <laughs> 
So let's see what you've got going on down here. Let's see what you've been oh. doing. Oh, nothing. Nothing, obviously. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> and I bet you never went that big. No. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. Uh. I think people with no filters <laughs> probably not work in the industry. Um <laughs> You're surprising they're closed no. now. <laughs> oh, are they? Oh, that's a thing. Um, no, I think, yeah, um, anyone in the beauty industry has seen, probably seen a lot, and obviously my experience 12 years, I just mm. feel like I've seen every shape and size and, you know, it doesn't bother me. I just, you know, everybody's beautiful in their own way. I always see something beautiful in each individual and yeah I love that mm-hmm. I don't necessarily tell people but I always you know like join very smiley arms and <laughs> you know I just see little things that I think are beautiful with you know to that individual sometimes I don't see that mm. yeah oh that's lovely thank you and just on that, how often do you think a look should be updated? Um, well, I think it's really up to the individual. Um, I think when it stops working for you, so when mm. when you think, oh, I've been wearing this look for way too long, like surely there's something else I can be doing or this doesn't suit me anymore, I've been wearing it for, you know, the blue eyeshadow for <laughs> It doesn't look good anymore. <laughs> you know, um, I think, I think um, it's really up to the individual and, you know, there's so many YouTube clips and tutorials, but sometimes you might not know what you're actually looking for or what you need to be doing anymore. So um, that's where I can support um, you or women in that, um, in that way as well. I do makeup tutorials. Um, and I always encourage women to bring in, you know, what they have at home. If they want to keep using what they have at home, um, we can look at that and assess what you've got, even if it's, you know, two things. We mm. can, I sort of um, just ask questions like, what what kind of things do you see that you'd like for yourself? So do, did you like a glittery eyeshadow that you saw somewhere? Do you want to be doing a different eyeshadow look? Um, maybe try a different colour lipstick, you know, mm. these types of different things. Shave your eyebrows in some colour. <laughs> um, so I think um, I kind of look at them and then we can see what we can add to their makeup kit mm. or, you know, if they want a total revamp, what um, items um, they can look at purchasing. You know, there's some really great products out there now, some really great simple to use like eyeshadow sticks are one of my favourite things as well. Instead of using actual powdered mm. eyeshadow, they've created it in a crayon. So you can just, you know, Drone. put these others on, plug it in with your finger and off you go. I think they're one mm. of the best things. And, you know, I guess faces change as well. Mine, after I, um, you know, about four years ago or something, I've got uh, cholesterol deposits on my eyelids now. So my makeup like my eye how I would normally do my eyeshadow wasn't working anymore it was making me look like I got droopy eyes so I had to find a way 
and that's I I went to Mecca in Burnside actually and they showed me how to change how I was highlighting my eyes to kind of decrease that emphasis so yeah Yeah, your face changes so you need to update your routine at that point just to get the same benefit from it yeah definitely um yeah it can be using different products yeah the way you apply it differently um different application methods Mm. there's so many different things that you can look at yeah and I guess harking back to the beginning of your story, the reason why you got into the beauty industry is that life can really hit you for sick sometimes and you need to find yeah. another way of doing it. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, yeah, everyone's lifestyle can change at some point. And, yeah, it's just, and sometimes, it, yeah, it creates really low self-esteem. So I think bringing that self-care back into um, your routine and something that works for you Mm. Um, is really important. Yeah, it's really important to your self care and getting yourself back on track and feeling good again. Yeah, it's a little baby step towards the better future. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. It makes huge difference to people. You know, some people might not want to be seen in public because of their acne, say, mm. and you know, they hide away with layers and layers of. Um, makeup to try and hide it but um, you know I like educating women on it's really you know if you find a good skincare um, and you know nutritionally maybe um, a diet that works well for acne skin um, you know it can make a huge difference and you know you'll be surprised one day you might be able to walk out that door without foundation on Mm. and feel confident enough to do that yeah or just start a little step Beautiful. Well, Yvette, what does Yvette Victoria Beauty Studio have on offer today? Oh, well, I like that, Joe. Um, <laughs> I am offering anyone who listens to this podcast um, to mention Joe's podcast or Better Being Me um, when they want to book for an appointment and I can offer you 10% off any booking. So whether you want to get some work done, um, have a facial, look at um, a new skincare routine um, that will work for you. Um, we can also talk about, you know, what you've got at home, uh, what I can help you bring into your routine. Um, also makeup tuition. I do makeup tutorials. So, you know, mm. I'd love to help women to... Um, figure out their own routine that works for them so yeah beautiful that's very exciting so tell us what are your social media handles what's your facebook what's your instagram so i know your um, instagram is yeah go (laughs) so facebook everyone knows me i'm not great on social media but um i my facebook is yvette victoria beauty studio Mm -hmm. And my Instagram is is at Victoria underscore Beauty Studio. Fantastic. I will include the links in the show notes for um, contacting Yvette. Thank you. Well, as um, we have covered every uh, so many aspects today around makeup, beauty, what it can mean, um, what ideas you can leave at the door and how important it is to creating a self-care routine. 
that just makes you feel a little bit precious every day. Do you have any more words of wisdom? Can I just quote something from Beyonce? I love Beyonce. I love Beyonce. And I feel like this is really fitting. Mm. Um, She has quoted, and I can give you a link. This is um, the top 15 celebrities and how they feel about um, beauty. Mm. But this is what Beyonce had to say. She said, my mum has always told me that beauty fades, but inner beauty is forever. And there's nothing more beautiful than a woman who takes care of herself. Perfect. Can I say, I look forward to seeing everyone real soon. Well, there you go. Perfect. Everyone book into a see of that and get your faces sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye.